Welcome to the Start Your Mastermind show. My name is Andy Traub, your host and expert mastermind facilitator. This show is where you learn about the unique power of a mastermind, where you learn how to experience deeper community and accelerate your success in your personal and your professional life. This show will help you master the mastermind experience so you can feel the awesome impact of a true mastermind. No one is meant to go through life alone. So it's time to start your mastermind. When you create your mastermind or as your mastermind is developing, if you're already in one, you have to make some decisions about your boundaries, about the where you're going to go, where what, what's appropriate to talk about, uh, what areas of life are you going to be able to discuss. And you might have a pocket of people inside of your mastermind, you know, one or two or three or four people that are part of the larger mastermind you share specific things with. But we have to be careful that we don't create the wrong atmosphere for our mastermind. And I want to tell you a story that I experienced, I was a part of, and this was probably eight or nine years ago, a friend had invited me to join their mastermind. He said, hey, just come check it out for a couple of meetings. And I went to one meeting and then I was just done. So we had a mastermind meeting. It was, it was good. We were talking about business and life. And at the very end, uh, my friend said, well, I should say there was one guy in the group that was just talking a lot and not talking like he was trying to dominate because he was you know, overconfident. He was talking because he wasn't confident enough. He was really insecure. And he just kind of kept blah, 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 blah. Saying he was talking a lot, but wasn't saying very much, if you know what I mean. He was just super insecure. And uh, this is a mixed gender group, men and women. And, um, you know, it was it was okay, but I was like, I'm probably not going to stick with this. But here's what sealed the deal and why I did not join. <laughs> and without hesitation, I was like, I'm out. Is that this person who was super insecure, at the end of the meeting, my friend said, all right, let's go around and just share something that's a win for us. Uh, you know, what's something we're excited about in our life. And this guy says, look, I feel awkward even saying this. He says, <laughs> and let me say again, there are women in this group, okay? There's women, I think there's two, I think there was five of us or six of us and two or three of them were women. And this guy says, hey, I haven't looked at porn in like, like three weeks or something like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, the issue wasn't that, like, he struggled with pornography. The issue is, that, like, that you don't talk about that in mixed company. Like, I get it. If you're around a bunch of guys and you're, like, looking for encouragement or, like, accountability, like, yeah, like, okay, that's fine. That's, that's, a, that's more than appropriate. That's, I encourage people to, you know, to share victories, right? Uh, to share their battles, right? But I was like, oh, this, that was so not appropriate. And I immediately looked at the women, um, and I could just see that it was like, what do I do here? It was super awkward. And that's an example of creating the wrong kind of mastermind atmosphere. And if, you, and if, that ha- if something like that happens, you've got to step in at another time, probably, and have a conversation with that person and say, hey, you went too far. Um, that's, that's, that's too this or that. And so I want to talk about 10 um, ways that your mastermind can be sort of off. And the first one is um, the first one is that you can be too similar. If all of you are doing the exact same kind of business and um, you, you have the exact same background, 
the exact same sort of family situation. There can be a lot of really cool overlap with that. But if you're too similar, then I think that it's hard to find times when you're pushing up against each other. It, it's, it's hard to find times when you can sharpen each other. Because if you agree on everything, there's not much to talk about, right? So I would encourage you to, and, and I, I think this is a real temptation, and I would, I would encourage you to not take the easy way out and make everyone look and sound and be like you. Uh, I, I always sort of struggle internally with like, boy, these people, like, how am I going to learn from this person? Or, or boy, that sounds like, how am I going to connect with that person? But the reality is I, I learn a lot from people that are in different places in life. People have different backgrounds. People have different kind of businesses. So the first is if you're too similar. The second is you can be too different. Like you have to have the common threads. If you don't have those common threads, I've talked about it again, I'll talk about it lots more. Uh, I've talked about it before and I'll talk about it again. But if you have to have some common threads. If I really am you know, opposed to the way that someone thinks or acts and they're way too different um, in a way that I would just say is more like offensive <laughs> uh, than just a preference, you, you, then you have to be careful of that. Uh, you need to have some areas of agreement. People can be different. I want differences, but don't make them so they're completely different. You have nothing in common. You don't agree on anything. The third thing you have to watch out to avoid creating the wrong kind of mastermind is if things get too personal. Now, I'll say this. I was on a call yesterday with my mastermind, and it got really personal, but it was run in such a way that the, the meeting was run in such a way that it was it was a safe place to be personal. And, and I talked about struggles in my business this year. And other people talked about how they were functionally homeless, meaning they could not afford a home. They had to live with a family member like four years ago. And they had like kids my age. And they went bankrupt nine years ago. Another person was talking about how um, they um, had lost a, a family member and how they were just pushing people away because of the the had difficulty with the morning process. So we got really personal, but sometimes you can get too personal and you can talk about inappropriate things. Here's a great example. When someone starts talking about their marriage, I think in mixed company, I in a negative way, or even just seeking out help, I, I really encourage you um, to to get, to get talk about that topic with people of the same gender. Uh, that, that's just, that's just I think, a good boundary. So that's the third, be, being too personal. The fourth is not personal enough. If it's just all business all the time, I don't think you're really getting the most out of a mastermind. And I also don't think it's honest. It's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's inauthentic and I think dishonest to just really believe that our lives can exist in this silo that is business. And so if you're not personal enough, that's a problem. Uh, the fifth is if it's too religious, right? Like I'm a Christian uh, most of the people in our group are Christian or come from some sort of, uh, you know, faith background that 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 Jesus is at the core of for whatever denomination they're in. Uh, you know, we've got Catholic and Greek Orthodox and you know Baptists and nothing like me. You know, I'm just not. You know, there's no denomination I'm a part of. But but if it's too religious, then I I really think that you can push away a lot of people. Um, and I'll, I'll be frank, the groups that I've been a part of that were too religious, um, I'll, I'll just say this, <laughs> they didn't take enough personal responsibility. Uh, 
it was it was they would kind of leave everything up to Jesus. And I'm like, well, Jesus wants you to work hard. <laughs> That's what Jesus wants you to do. So, <clears throat> so I would just say, uh, try to make sure they're not too religious. They're not based on everything is, is about your faith. Uh, the next one is that some groups make too many promises. I've been a part of groups where people were really disappointed because at the end of the year, they really expected this massive transformation. And where you find where people make too many promises is really it's a coaching group and the, the customers, the members, if you will, really expected this massive transformation and um, they should not guarantee that transformation because there's, there's uh, well, I mean, you can, but I just don't think that's, if you make too many promises, you, you gotta fulfill them. And so if you make too many promises, oftentimes you're setting yourself up to fail. We'll talk about promises in another episode. Uh, some of them are too focused on one person. Like they're all about one person as the leader or they're all about one person because that person dominates all the time. And that person who dominates either has a, has a strong personality or is super needy. So be careful you're not too focused on one person. Another is some of them are too expensive. And by too expensive, it doesn't mean they cost too much. It means that they cost too much for the value. Right, like no one balks at spending ten thousand dollars on a car if the car is worth ten thousand dollars, but no one's going to buy a ten thousand dollar pencil, right? Because you're not going to get the value from that. So it's not that they're too expensive because of the price tag; it's because they're not delivering the value. So some can be too expensive in that regard. Uh, two more. One is that your group can be too unorganized. You have to have a consistent meeting time, and you have to know who's leading each meeting. You have to have a rhythm. You have to know when you're meeting uh, in person, uh, who's handling communications. Where are you communicating? Is it a Facebook group? Is it you know a Slack group? Is it text message? Whatever. So you have to be organized. The last one is that it's too much work to run it or to attend it. Uh, it, it some, some groups just really overcomplicate things and they've got this weekly update and you've got to check in every day and you know, you've got to uh, you know, fly to this city and say this hotel for this and this, and it, it just gets way too complicated. So it, it should not be that hard. So let me run through them again. You have to avoid making your groups too similar, too different, too personal, not personal enough, too religious. Don't make too many promises. Don't be too focused on one person. Don't make them too expensive, or in other words, don't uh, not give enough value. Don't make them too unorganized, and don't make them too much work. So I hope that's been helpful. If you want more insights on how to start or improve your mastermind, then stay tuned. If you're already in a mastermind, then you'll love my mastermind content formula. It's a free resource that teaches you how to get three to six months of content for your mastermind from just one group meeting. You can download it at startyourmastermind.com. And in less than 20 minutes, you can get through the whole resource and use it to improve your current or future mastermind. That's startyourmastermind.com. Remember this, no one is meant to go through life alone. So it's time to start your mastermind.